This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. All I want for Christmas is for you to rate Uncorked and Unfiltered five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm only going to cry. <laughs> Cue the music. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. Guys, it is Christmas week. And we just finished watching the Bachelorette finale. And we are shook. Uh, so we're just going to do some hot takes and then we're going to get right into everything that happened. Yeah. Let's get this like boring stuff out of the way first. Right. No one cares. <laughs> Speaking no one. of what no one cares about, tell them because <laughs> it actually okay. is good news. This is kind of good. Um, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande. It doesn't matter. She's engaged. <gasps> Gasp. I know. Honestly, I was kind of surprised. Because but... no one knew who he was. I did. Right. I had no idea she was even really seriously dating somebody, but mm-hmm. um, she posted like a bunch of pictures with him and then she posted the ring and I just, okay, I love the diamond. Oh yeah, that's a rock. Yeah. I just don't know about the pearl though. Yeah. But did you hear this? Did you see this theory behind it that makes it okay? No. Okay, so I thought the same. The rock, I was like, oh, my God. And then the pearl, I was like, "Uh, okay. But (laughs) fans, because people have nothing else to do, ended up pulling up a tweet from 2014 when Ariana revealed her grandmother had made her a ring, and it's using the pearl from her grandfather's tie pin to protect her. So it was a pearl ring, and she took a picture of it, and people are thinking that's the pearl from her grandpa's – that was her grandpa's. So now after that, I'm like, okay, well, that's adorable then, and that's so special. That is. It's yeah. just I'm not – I just – a pearl with a diamond is just like a weird combo. Yeah, and then the, – because the way that they slanted the diamond. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just – I mean, that is more like – what's the word? Sentimental. Sentimental. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Um, and that makes it, like, better and great and beautiful. But I just feel like I would have wanted the pearl on, like, a necklace or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Not a fan of it, but that's a really cute story, and I'm sure she's a fan of it, I would hope. Right. Yeah. So everyone was kind of shocked. I think they've been dating, like, a a year or something. Um, 
but they met. He's like a real estate agent in LA and they met because she was looking for a second home and he, I guess, was on the team that was like showing her um, houses. And I guess she thought he was cute and she said to her team, like, I, uh, he's cute. <laughs> and so then that they went to him and I guess then they like met one-on-one and um, apparently from what I've read, they hit it off like right from the start. And then once Aww. the pandemic hit, they immediately quarantined together, which I think obviously – Makes you move faster um, because you're just with each other 24-7, but they seem to have fallen like head over heels in love. This is all what I'm from what I've read, guys. I obviously don't right. know this personally. Um, and so, yeah, he popped the question, I think, on Thursday. Aww. Cute. Yeah, I mean, very cute. Doesn't he work? I'm pretty sure you told me he works for like the yes. Mauricio's Mauricio's company, the, agents, the agency. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Small world. I know. Small world, because we know Mauricio, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm Um, close personal friends with Mauricio. (laughs) I just think it's cute. Like, like, it is. Just just the fact that he's not, like, a pop star. Like, I hope she learned from her past that, like, wasn't maybe, like, the best stuff when it's in the limelight and stuff. So I think when everyone was like, wait, she's dating someone, it almost showed, like, yeah, like, she didn't have to flaunt it 24-7 because no one really knew. Um, So I, I would hope that it's legit. And I hope she's happy. They seem cute together. So yeah. that's that. But wasn't she just engaged to Pete like two years ago? A year ago. I think they were engaged okay, in like June last year and broke off, broke up last October. Okay. Or actually it could have even been a year before that. Because I thought that, I, uh, I thought that's why no. she wrote Thank You Next. Yeah, she did. And that, that came, came out in 2018. 2018. Okay. So then add another year back from what okay. I just said. Yeah, okay. so she's been single for quite a bit then. Yeah, okay. Oh, good for her. Yeah, they seem cute. So I'm curious how the wedding situation will go down, like if it'll be a long engagement, right. if they'll just do a private wedding where then it's like, oh, we got married two months ago. We never told you guys. I'm like, how that I could will go. see it. Me too. I could see that. I feel like when you're such a mega star like her, like beyond famous. Yeah. I feel like you don't even need that type of attention for the Mm-mm. private stuff. You almost want no one to know. It's the yeah. it's like the thirsty celebs that are like, let me do a big yeah, hoopla. spread of people. And I feel like t- I wonder too if he doesn't really want much to do with the limelight. Could be. He's probably you like know? I want to date you because I love you yeah. or now I want to marry you and it's like I don't really care about any of that stuff. I'm just yeah. like what we have. Yeah, so maybe Maybe it will be like a little intimate thing. I would love that for her. Me too. I just like – I just see when, when once these celebrities get like more private relationships, it seems to work. Like Taylor yeah. Swift and her boyfriend, like you don't see anything about them. And they've been yeah. dating for like four years. People think they're actually been, secretly got married. There's like rumors. But – Yeah. So I feel like it just gives me good vibes that this mm-hmm. is something – Real. Real and like, Yeah. That's that. Congrats, Ari. Congrats. However you say your name, congrats. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to the next. Um, So Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are getting their own Hulu TV series. Uh, Yay. Not really. Mm. I don't know. I have some thoughts, but I'm going to get through it. Get through the explanation. So Variety (laughs) reports that the entire family is getting a Hulu doc series that will follow their their day-to-day happenings. The eight-episode series, which is called The D'Amelia Show. Am I saying their last name correct? I don't know. I don't TikTok, but I think so. 
whatever, is set to air sometime in 2021, and Variety claims it will follow the whole fam as they navigate their sudden rise to fame, all the while while staying true to their family values. Okay, I'm not trying to sound mean because I'm not trying to bully these young girls. I just think it sounds incredibly boring. (laughs) Yeah. No one's life is that interesting that you need cameras around you 24-7. It's just not. Yeah, like... Okay, Charlie got a Duncan deal. Like, is that a whole episode? I'm confused. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like that dinner with the D'Amelio's thing that we talked about a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, like, I watched some of the video. I think I watched the whole thing, actually. I don't even remember because it was so boring. Like, I was sitting yeah. there and I was like, none of this is really I feel like they're me. a good group to be on YouTube and have their own yeah. channel, which is what they're doing now. I've This now Hulu thing it's like number one, the money they probably got for this right. is insane. I could only imagine. Right. But it's just kind of like, is anyone going to watch this? But I guess you got to talk to the younger generation that are really obsessed yeah. with them. I guess they'd watch it. But I'm going to go back to my theory now with what I was saying with the Kardashians and mm-hmm. how they just announced they have a Hulu deal mm-hmm. and how I think it's connected to these TikTok stars because this is, she's one of the biggest TikTok stars and now she's getting a Hulu show. Something's going to come out about Addison. I guarantee it. Yeah, you're totally like right on the money with this whole thing. Right? Like that's not a coincidence that this is both going on Hulu. No. And the fact that it's like TikTok and the Kardashians seem somehow they just know trends and like they know what is going to be hip and like what people want. And I don't know. I could see it. I think you're right. And I think they realize TikTok is like big now and streaming services are big and like if there's a way to mesh the two of them together and put the royal family of reality tv on there as well like they're gonna do it i agree we should like write this down somewhere or like send it in somewhere just because we are predicting this and i want it on record i agree i want it on record as well um i don't know who to contact i don't know yeah i was like (laughs) who do we tell (laughs) um help But, uh, yeah, I, you heard it here first, uncorked and unfiltered. Write it down. Five stars. I'm sure, like, so many other people are saying it, too. And we're just keep going, like, you heard it here first. <laughs> I know, probably. But give us this, all right? Just let me have this. Yeah, same. Please. Lie to me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, there's that. And, okay, this last hot take I just thought was, like, so crazy. I, and I know lot. you love Scientology. Obsessed so I was like – we have to bring this up because mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, the king of Scientology, Cruise. was in the headlines this past week. Um, basically, he had a meltdown and someone recorded it. So yeah. um, while it was unclear exactly like what happened, there were some COVID-19 restrictions that um, crew members of his movie Mission Impossible 7 that's being filmed right now, I guess it was broken. And um, it was reported that Tom Cruise exploded after he spotted, like, two colleagues standing close together at, like, a computer screen. So then there was this clip that was leaked, and it was confirmed to be Tom Cruise. But this clip, he's literally – you guys have to look it up if, like, you haven't heard it. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's, like – we are creating thousands of jobs. Like, I don't ever want to see it, see this ever again. He was like, we are not shutting this fucking movie down. Like if I see this again, like you're fucking gone. And he went like on and on. He was like, I care about you guys. I don't want you guys to lose these jobs. I care about your families. But like the way he was screaming, it was like, 
he's saying I care about you guys, but the way he was screaming was like very Doesn't, demeaning and like yeah. very evil and not acting like he actually cares, but more that he's just annoyed that like people aren't listening to him. Mm-hmm. So um, to give a bit of background, like the upcoming Mission Impossible has encountered like a ton of speed bumps. So filming was halted, halted in February with the coronavirus starting and then production resumed in September. And then they were supposed to like shoot all over. But in October, the film faced more delays when 12 people tested positive for COVID on set in Italy. And now production has started again in the UK um, earlier this month. So obviously this movie has like probably spent like so much more money than they were supposed to having to like restart and then close and then Mm -hmm. all this and this. And Tom Cruise like runs the show with these movies. Like he's Mm -hmm. the star of it. He's like, he's the producer. Like he's not the director on credit but i'm pretty sure he directs it anyway probably um so yeah a lot of people had a lot to say but recently um leah remini who used to be with scientology Mm -hmm. she believes his outburst was for public relations reasons only so in a post wednesday on the anti-scientology blog the underground bunker she called the tirade a psychotic rant and described cruz as an abusive person She goes, Tom does not care about the families of his crew. This is all for publicity. Tom does not believe in family values. I mean, how is anyone falling for this? It's just mind-blowing. I would bet that Tom had this rant written for him and had a Scientology assistant record and release it. Hearing a rich actor with enormous power address his crew in this way is a sign of weakness and a deeply troubled person. She goes on to say, Tom seems to think that Hollywood is incapable of making films without his help. Saying such a thing indicates the godlike figure Tom believes he is and what is what is told by Scientology. The reality is anyone who is working in Hollywood today is working under strict COVID guidelines. Anyone who is working knows this. Tom Cruise is not dictating how films are being made, even if he seems to think so. So she just says that this rant revealed his like true personality and was like, He's an abusive person. I've witnessed it. I've been a recipient of it on a small level, and I've been told of similar abuse by his former girlfriend. This is the real Tom. So, I mean, I think a lot of that has nothing to do with this rant, and she obviously just hates him. Right. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the story. I mean, I have some thoughts. Okay. So, like, do you have some unfiltered opinions? I do, just a few. <laughs> it's like I understand being angry that, like, sh- protocol was broken and stuff like that especially with cases on the rise and everything like that like it should be pretty strictly enforced i wasn't there i don't know what happened like were these people at the computers wearing masks and they were standing too close together because if so like tom take it down a notch like just be like hey guys six feet come on like right you don't need to talk down to people and get that angry about it all i guess Mm -hmm. like i don't know that just seems I mean, I don't think he handled it well. I think there's a way to talk to people, and I don't think he talked to them correctly at all. Yeah. And I could see the whole Scientology thing being true, to be honest, just based on everything I've watched from that documentary, like the whole docuseries. If you haven't watched it yet, people, it's amazing. It's called Scientology, The Aftermath Letters or something like that by Leah Remini, and it's amazing. Um. But, like, I could see them doing something like that and being, like, Tom, like, you need to, like, blow this out the water. We want – you are, like, the face of Scientology. And if you are coming across as this amazing human being who wants to protect people, protect the planet, like, everything, like, this will be so good for the church and, like, 
in turn like so good for like all the help that you'll be doing for humanity or whatever and like they're just fucking nuts these people they're crazy so i could say it i don't i don't know how off leah remini is with that i think the attacks on his personality was probably very personal like that right right i didn't need to say but i could see scientology saying something like tom make sure you're on it like if anybody doesn't wear a mask, you need to let them have it because they need to know that they're endangering the earth. Right. And it seems like Tom does have some sort of like a godlike complex. Oh, yeah. Which could just tie into the whole thing about it's not really about like how she was like, I mean, I can't really speak for what it was, but how she was saying how like he doesn't care about the families. He just cares about being in control and acting like right. everything's happening because of him. And so, yeah, it probably is a part where he's like, this is my set. Like I need to make like, you know, like I'm going to vocalize everything that's going on. But yeah. I know I am curious, like if any protocols were broken, but exactly yeah. like, even if so, you don't need to do that. Like I work in production. I've been on set um, since COVID. And, you know, if for some reason, a crew member had their nose hanging out of their mask. All it takes is someone to be like, yo, put the mask on your nose. That's it. It's like a simple, obviously if it happens more than once, you pull the person aside and you say like, look, if you're not going to do this, you're you're off, you're off the set because you got to take it seriously. But yeah, I'm having this whole temper tantrum seemed a lot less about the safety of the crew and more about him wanting to have a temper tantrum. Right. Right. And back to like how he thinks he has this godlike persona or whatever. Um, in Scientology, he is like one of the like biggest name people and he gets the special treatment because right. he's a huge celebrity. He could bring people in. Like he right. has so much ability to do and donate so much money to the church. They treat him literally like gold. So like he probably walks around Earth just thinking members that are not like people that are not Scientologists think the same way about him that the church does. And it's like, no, dude, like. You're just like, on no. cruise. You're not even that famous. I'm sorry, but you're not. No one cares. Oh no my God. It's crazy. Scientology, people, don't get me started on it. It is freaking insane. Maybe we'll have a bonus episode where we talk about different cults and stuff. I would love that stuff. I would probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, but that was one of Tom's meltdowns of the month. Let's see if he has another one in the near future. Um, maybe Hoping he got it out it. of his system, but... Doubtful. Doubtful. Are you looking for a last-minute stocking stuffer? Well, we have the perfect product for you. Introducing Zelm Labs. If you're looking for CBD products, look no further than Zelm Labs. They have CBD oils, CBD muscle cream, CBD skincare products, and so much more. CBD helps calm anxiety, stress, and helps aid with sleeplessness, which I think we could all use right now. Zelm Labs is premium CBD with this double certification. They are COA certified, which shows exactly the ingredients and the amount of each ingredient in the product. And they're also GMP certified, which shows that the products were in a clean, sanitary, and FDA approved facility. We love that. Zelm Labs has a wide array of products from soft gels, gummies, and even CBD for your dog. With our code UNCORKED, you guys can get 20% off. So I think you should probably use it and buy some last-minute gifts. Check it out. Let us know your thoughts. 
Okay, guys, the moment you've been waiting for. Here we have our final roses recaps and refreshers for this bachelorette season. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Lots to get into. Seriously, we just finished the episode, so it's like super fresh. Yeah. Um, Let's get into Monday's episode before we get into the finale that just happened yesterday. But okay, so we start off this episode and it's overnights and Ivan's was first, right? Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't it was cute. I I don't know. I liked how they tried to do something different besides just like the hotel room and have him in the little like what was it like a Winnebago or it was an R V in my opinion. Um, You're right. I I was trying to make it sound bougier. I felt bad. I was like, Tasha, poor Tasha, like she gets the COVID season and her overnight. Usually it's like these like gorgeous types of like huts or like yeah. cabins and she gets a freaking RV. But I know. I know when you're in the like in the moment of it, like I'd love to go to that type of scenery with my boyfriend. So yeah. I'm not going to, it just, I had to make fun for a second. Yeah. But Ivan is so precious, so cute oh, without, without giving away like what has happened in further in the episodes. Like, he just is a little too nice for her. It just seems like he is so perfect on paper and in mm-hmm. person that it's almost like we just need that spark. And that's where it's like yeah. not clear. Yeah. He definitely was one of my top because I do think he's just so nice and like such a good guy. But you see her connection with other people more than with him as it kind of progresses through the episode, I think. Yeah. I think I, I was, I've always said I love Ivan. I love Ivan. But then you have to stop and say, like, do I love Ivan for Tasha? It's right. like, I don't think so. I think I just, like, love him and I'm obsessed with him. But I yeah. don't really know if I see, like, them. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Right. So that happened. Yeah. There we go. And then we flash forward to the next overnight, which was Zach. Zach. Mm -hmm. And also, can we just talk about a second how awkward it is, how, like, they have them all at the couch when, like, each of them comes back in the morning? So, so uncomfortable. Like, why? What is the point? I mean, it's just the producers being evil, and it's good TV. But, like, when – I don't know if it was Brendan or Zach. When he was like, did you guys have, like, time this morning? And then Ivan was like, yeah, I mean, we watched – we watched the sunrise together and they were just like, oh, see, so we're up all night. Yeah. Like, I awkward. don't know. I just, it's so awkward. You I should mean, never be in that position. It just no. should never happen. No. I mean, I'm here for it to watch it on TV, but that's about it. Yeah. It's just awkward. Um, yeah. But yeah, then you have Zach's date and it was just, I mean, the chemistry was just off the charts though. Like they just can't keep their hands off of each other. I know. And you know, they were painting each other. Basically, that was the date. It was um, like interesting date choice, but yeah. And like the chemistry just, I mean, you can't not see it, you know? No. Yeah. It just seems like you could give them any type of like stupid task for a date and they would just make it like sexy and so fun. Right. Fun. Cause yeah. that just seems to be like their thing. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that was he cute. got the overnight thing. Yeah. And like, I feel like they definitely banged. I'm not sure. Hundred percent. I don't think her and Ivan did, but I, I think, think so. her and Zach did. Yeah, no, I definitely multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. I do. 
Um, yeah, I agree. I just get that vibe because yeah. whenever we've seen them, they just can't get themselves off of each other. So it's like yeah. as soon as they're like together with the cameras off, like now. Yeah, they are like, okay, just get naked. But like good for Tasha. Um, mm-hmm. Then I know we're speeding along, but we have a lot to cover. We go to Brendan's overnight date, which is when things get a little downhill. Yeah, I would say that was like the start of the decline of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that was truly one of the most uncomfortable things I've had to watch on TV. I feel. the date with Neil. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't know. I've never. I mean, you said it before we started recording, but he never is on the show. Like he's never with the couples. Yeah, and like always with the guys, never with her. Yeah, and just like you could see Brendan sweating. Yeah, I mean, look, the producers knew what they were doing. It was clear that he was uncomfortable and wasn't, out of all of them, maybe wasn't the most ready to propose. Yeah. Yeah. So the producers knew what they were doing, assigning him this date. Yeah. But yeah, it was very clear from his face that he was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, Mm I mean, regardless if he wasn't ready, it still is awkward. Like, she still has two other guys, and, like, you guys are trying on wedding bands. It seems a little premature. Right. And I felt like even though – I mean, even, like, before they had started this date, you could just – the chemistry was just off. It just was. Like, he didn't seem excited to really be there. Yeah. Besides, like, being stressed about being married, just, like, in general with her. Like, he didn't seem – it was different. It. Yeah. I felt like the whole time he was this like super light, happy-go-lucky type of guy. And I think as he saw Ivan go first and then Zach go and yeah. for him to know that he's the last, I think he was like, this just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And as Taylor and I have said, it showed in the date, the day date. Yeah. And then once we got to the night, it literally fell apart because that's when Brendan straight up said, I can't do this. I and know. It was really sad, and I felt I, – I, I I don't know. Like, I'm not saying he was, like, my top choice, but, like, I truly did feel like this whole scene with him was, like, super genuine because he was straight up saying, like, I love – I think – I like, I think I'm falling for you, and I want a wife, and I want a family, but, like, I'm broken. I'm still broken. Yeah. I'm not a whole person, and at the end of the day, I can't fully give myself to you, so I just think I need to leave, and Tisha was, like – so upset i feel like she didn't fully tell herself how much she liked him or loved Mm -hmm. him until he was saying these words to her right and then that's when she realized like oh i'm losing him right now in this moment then when she like walked him to the car and he got in she i think said in like the diary room or whatever she was like i was pretty sure that that was my husband so it really showed that like she really thought that he was gonna be it she just right. didn't face those like emotions yet. Yeah. So I don't know. Sad. It's sad, but I mean, I personally think it worked out. I mean, for yeah, the best. It did work out. Yeah. And I do wonder, um, isn't the whole goal of the show to get down to the end and propose? Right. But maybe he just joined it thinking it would be a fun experience, and maybe he didn't think he would actually like catch like deep feelings with her and just thought it would be something fun, which I feel like a lot of them do join it for that reason. Mm -hmm. So maybe he felt like he was in too deep. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't even really 
realize he was still kind of messed up from his past and like starting to fall for someone the way he was he was like oh wait a second like I can't do this with this person when I'm still not okay like that's not fair to her yeah that's true knows you know that is true I don't think it's the last we're gonna see from him me either because he's just like so perfect for bachelor nation and he definitely was super likable yeah um Speaking of people we thought we'd seen the last of. Fucking the Benny end, boy. Fucking Ben. At the end of Monday's episode, Ben appears at her presidential suite, just like Bennett, but like a shorter name, Ben. And less creepy, I thought. Less creepy, no scarf. And he just like kind of the same spiel as Bennett, but different because he's not creepy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's how Monday's episode ends. So then we go on to this episode Tuesday that just premiered and it's straight up Ben saying like I fucked up I know you sent me home but I couldn't go home because I just and he was before we tell our thoughts because I know we have strong thoughts and I feel like different thoughts than the rest of the world he was like I guess he I remember he even said like I don't even know like what I'm trying to tell you to do but I just need to tell you that like I couldn't just leave on that note and I wanted to tell you that like I'm in love with you yeah and she was pissed as she fucking should be. As she should be. Yeah. Like, congrats, dude. You finally, your balls finally came in and you're able to tell me you love me after I sent you home. I'm sorry, but no. Like, no. Yeah. I know. Like, you know, all these damn men, she's sending them home and they're just coming back. And it's like, yeah. that's not how the show works. Like, did have you never seen the show before? You get sent home. You go home. We don't want you anymore. That's it. But... I don't know. I just feel like a lot of America and the rest of the world like truly was so bummed when Ben left and we're so excited to see him come back. And like, Mm -hmm. T, like explain to them like why you're not feeling it. I mean, I just, I think that number one, he had, this happened a few times with him. It seems to be his little bit of a trend. The one night he was like, I'm going to wait till the end of the night, have the great drink with her, blah, blah, blah. Never pulled her aside. Completely froze. And then this whole thing happened again. And he, at the end, completely froze and didn't tell her that he loved her. I think he had this cocky mentality of, well, she, it's me. She's going to keep me around. Like, I'll tell her when I want to tell her and like, whatever. Yeah. And like, no, like you're you're on the show if you feel it with her you're supposed you're supposed to say it and if you can't say it then you get sent home and that's what happened and when he came back he just he literally said after she invited him to the rose ceremony i am 100% confident i will get a rose tonight like dude you you've been here 5 seconds and you're already sitting here saying i'm going to get a rose yeah no, she she already got rid of you once. Like, obviously, if she really, really had a strong connection with you and you just weren't saying you loved her yet, she wouldn't have gotten rid of you. And she would have, like, given you a little bit more time. But she wasn't there to sit around and wait for you to be ready to tell her how you feel. It's yeah, work. I completely agree. I just I don't buy what he's putting down at no, the end of so the funny. day. I just don't. And, like, I'm not saying he's, like, a hundred percent a fake person i just think he didn't know what he was doing this entire season and then he realized like what he him not knowing what he was doing ended up working in some like weird quirky way so Mm -hmm. he just kept going with it and then he found himself being in like the top four and he was like oh fuck and what really like sealed the deal for me was when 
he was talking to his like family friend and she was like, do you love her? And he was like, I don't know. And she Mm -hmm. was like, you love her. And he was like, oh yeah, I guess I love her. And that's when I was like, no, he has no idea what he's doing. He Mm -hmm. really isn't thinking very seriously about this situation and is just making it up as he goes along until he realizes what he should be saying. And that's when he's like, oh, and I, that's why I'm just kind of like, Look, people, Tisha is trying to find a husband, a mm-hmm. father to her children. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, that is not Ben. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not. And I think even when she was talking to her dad about him, she was like, uh, her dad's, let me go back. She yeah. said that, like, she had sent him home already. He wasn't able to tell her how he felt, da, da, da. And so when she was talking to her dad, her dad was basically like, you never really want to force someone to be on the same page as you. Like, it should just kind of happen. Yeah. And I was like, boom, dads have the best advice. That's they all do. Like, they really crush it, especially when it comes to guys, because they were guys, so they know, like, how guys think. Right. And he 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 straight up said it. Like, you shouldn't have to force and, like, pull it out of someone and, like, send them home for them to be like, oh, no, wait, I love you. Like, no. Yeah. That's that's some Bennett shit. That's someone that ends mm-hmm. up in the top six, not your final two. Like, no. come on, Tasha. Like, that's not what the, that's not a love story. That's not how your story is supposed to be with yeah. your future husband. Yeah. So, um, going off of our rant, I know. Even more frustrating. She invites him to the rose ceremony with Zach mm-hmm. and Ivan, and ends up sending Ivan home and giving a rose to Zach and Ben. I was so sad when I We were so pissed. We were like rage texting each other. Mm -hmm. And that was like the first moment and the only moment that I was like disappointed in Tasha. Yeah. It wasn't even so much she got rid of Ivan because she didn't feel it with him or or because I think it was because they had religious differences. I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to sidebar real quick here. She got rid of him because of religious differences. I have zero memory of them talking about religion. Zero. Zero. I guess that happened when the cameras were off. But, like, I don't even remember her saying it in an interview of, like, you know, like, I found out last night, like, Ivan and I see differently on religion and, like. Yeah, I'm honestly really confused because I feel like she never even vocalized herself as like a super religious person, like super, super religious to where she wouldn't want to marry someone that's like a different religion. Right. So to me, I was just like, what is this bullshit? I mean, it's not bullshit. Like if that's what your belief is, that's, you know, your beliefs, whatever. But like, where is this coming from? It came out of left field. That was bad editing maybe on, on the bachelor side because they completely blocked out something that is so important and like we have no context for it i know so that frustrated me yeah and this is where i kind of look into the whole scripted part of it Mm -hmm. and it's like ben came back and they wanted the drama and i feel like then she i think she was like before ben came back like prepared to just give ivan and zach the date uh, the roses and then obviously pick zach at the end spoiler alert we were getting there anyway people um but i think when ben came back she realized she needed to let someone go and maybe mm-hmm. I don't know like I've read that like the bachelorette and the bachelor really kind of vocalize who they're going to pick and then they got a certain point and then they just like create the drama around it yeah so if the producers really knew she was going to pick Zach at the end of the day they might have just said like okay then like you got to pick Ben or something like pick Ben 
to right. make a final two because picking Ivan, I feel like it would have been just like no drama and maybe the last hour of the episode would have been more boring. Right. I don't know. End of the day, I feel really bad for Ivan. I really felt I like as the weeks went on, he got more confident in their relationship and I think he really felt like it could go somewhere. But I know there's someone out there for him and like he's going to do great. Yeah. I'm not worried about him. He's smart. He's good looking. Like he's nice. Yeah. He'll be fine. I just was very bummed out that she picked Ben over him. And that's what kind of frustrated me the the most about that entire rose ceremony. I was like, you're going to pick the guy who's been here for five minutes and was unable to tell you how he felt about you for the longest time Yeah, over the guy who's been here the entire time and like been pretty honest and straight up about how he feels. I don't know. It just, it really grinded my gears. Same. It really upset me. And I'm glad she at least pulled him aside and didn't do it in front of them. Yeah, but it was sad to see because I just felt like Ben coming back. It seemed like more of a competitive thing of how he didn't want to lose versus right. like I don't know. Him so caring. right. So then we have Zach and Benny Boo, but before Zach and Ben's final dates, her dad Desmond came over mm-hmm. and they had another chat, and that's where I felt like. Ever since they had their chat is when you saw Tasha the rest of the episode, super on edge, super nervous, super like the least confident I feel like yeah. I've ever seen her. Yeah, I think I think Ben did okay meeting the families, but I think Zach definitely did better. And I think when um Tasha's dad came to talk to her, of course he never said it on the show, like they edited it out of who he said she should pick. But I yeah. do think he said Zach is the best fit for her um just because I think he was so sketched out by like Ben and everything that happened with Ben and I think he was able to really see how like good of a guy Zach is and like their connection and stuff but I don't know why she was so anxious I I guess maybe she had like decided after talking to her dad in that moment like Zach is the winner I want it to be Zach yeah and it freaked her out I don't know but I feel like he yes he might have said fuck ben but i think he might have also said possibly fuck both of them because then when she had that final date with zach she seemed to come with him like i'm freaking out like i feel like i think like her dad says something about like you can't microwave a relationship and you don't want to go backwards in your life like kind of number one saying you've already have supposed to learn some lessons like don't backtrack and ignore red flags or different things but then also I think he was kind of talking about the bat like the whole bachelorette process of how like can you truly find your husband in this short amount of time with like so many other men around right um so I think maybe that all freaked her out so then you know after both of them met her family when she had the other date with Zach that's when she really expressed him and she's just like, I, I'm freaking out. Like I, I don't want, I don't want the same thing to happen to me again. She was saying, I don't want someone to like run away from me, like mm-hmm. this and that. And like oh, freaking Zach, like he's he just like, I don't know. We're so pro Zach, but like, I just felt yeah. like everything he said, it wasn't scripted. It wasn't fake. He was straight up. He was like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. He's like, and it, he literally, I remember he said, he was like, it breaks my heart to hear you like vocalize these fears because if I'm proposing to you, like that's it for me. He was like, I'm committed. And he was just saying everything that I think if I was in her position, mm-hmm. would want to hear. 
Yeah. And from what it looks like, I think she felt a little better yeah. after like him saying that. I think so too. Which I thought it was hilarious cute. how she was word vomiting though. I was like, this is so something. Yes, I, I felt that. She's like, I'm really just like mumbling at this point. Yeah. Um, she was nervous. I think she was having a freak out. And girl, I don't blame I you. Like that whole process, I can never do it. Like, no. Um, no. I mean, I freak out all the time for no reason. And like, she has a legitimate reason to be freaking out. So, yeah. And she obviously cares about marriage, but she signed up for this type of like show and process that makes who you choose like a lot more riskier than if you were yeah. in like a normal setting. Um, but obviously whatever they talked about worked because then she went to Ben. Karma. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, she let that, she let that boy go. Yeah, she did. And like, I want to say, I think she felt bad about it. Because I do think she's, like, such a sweet person and never really wants to hurt anybody. But I think she just knew, like... Because even when Ben came back, like, anytime he would go to, like, hug her or, like, kind of, like, kiss her or, like, pull her, she... You could tell, like, she was cringing. Guarded. Super guarded. Super guarded. At her, I mean, she literally, like, her body would, like, pull away from him. Yeah. And so I think for her, it was kind of just like a no-brainer of like, yeah, no, this is just, I, I don't think yeah. I'm ever going to be able to get past what he did. So I just need to let it go. Right. And I, I think after her sitting with someone like Zach, yeah. who was already previously said that he loves her and they were already at that point saying like, I love you, I love you too. And he was like making her feel better than mm-hmm. going to someone like Ben who could barely say I love you, let alone like probably he couldn't probably ever comfort her and make her feel better about the situation i think it made her realize like i can't even compare these two yeah yeah because like life is not gonna be the set of the bachelorette and la quinta in the middle of the desert like right i've got like roses everywhere and perfect like life is gonna be freaking hard and you need the person that's gonna be able to sit there and say like no it's okay like we're gonna get through it blah 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 not the guy who like puts every fucking wall up and like yeah. shuts down like you, no. you can't do that and nothing against ben i think he's a good guy but like he's not ready for marriage and especially no. not ready to like marry and be in serious relationship with Tisha. And Tasha needs someone that's ready, not someone that when, like, things get hard, straight up shuts down and doesn't talk. Like, yeah. no matter of the chemistry they had, it's not meant to be. Right. So it wasn't. I was proud of her. Me too. Um, and let's, let's be real. Like, every if Matt James wasn't The Bachelor already, Ben definitely would have been The Bachelor. I wouldn't have watched. I don't think I would have either. I would have mm-hmm. been like, this is just stupid. I like don't even I mean when he says things out of his mouth, I don't buy it. Me either. I'm like, you're such a liar. Yeah. I so just don't trust him. I'm sure we won't see the last of him, but no. I'm glad he's not the bachelor right now. Me too. But um all right, guys, we're getting down to the end. There's really only one guy left. So the last 20 minutes was pretty clear. Yeah. What was gonna happen? Although, like, I was nervous for a sec. I was like Cause she was like hella nervous when she walked I up know. to Chris Harrison and she like kept like, I feel like going back and forth in tears and was like super worked up. And, um, I was nervous for a second. Yeah. And then like when they were talking, I guess after like her and Zach had met up and he said his whole speech of like how much he loves her and everything, she said something like, and she like took a pause. Yeah. And, 
I was watching with my sister and my sister was like, oh my God, not again. Like she same. can't I say did the no. same thing. I leaned front and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I think she said something like, I know I told you I love you, but, and then I, I felt like everyone thought she was going to say like, yeah, I'm not there or something. Yeah. Cause she, she was, was like, like, I need a second or something. Yes. And yeah. then she was like, it's so much more than that. She was like, I'm so crazy over her head. And then she like yeah. went into it. Yeah. I knew that's what she was going to say. I was like, Lauren, calm down. Like she, don't worry. They're they're meant to be, okay, people. I know it. Um, yeah, it was cute. I honestly, my full body got chills, and that's very Same. rare for me. Yeah, I shut it. I like got teared up a little bit just because I think Zach is like so good with his words. Yeah. So when he says stuff, like I really do feel it, and mm-hmm. it feels genuine. So he was just saying the most romantic stuff, and like mm-hmm. and seeing Tasha's face, like everything. She had clearly gone through like a rough time in her past, and I think it's hard for her. It's she's struggling with like I deserve this, and this is it for me. But like him saying those words, I think it made her like so happy and emotional. So it made me emotional. Oh. I don't really get emotional, but that's great for you. Thanks. I have to say, though, I was on, I think E! News posted the article. Um, they had done, like, an interview with Zaxi's ex-wife, because I guess she's, like, a big fan of The Bachelor. Yeah. And I guess they were, so they were high school sweethearts. They got married, whatever. And she said all this in the article, and they said, one of the questions, I guess, was, you know, what do you think of Zach and Tasha together? Like, do you think? you know whatever and she was like Zach's a great guy like they seem very happy together she was like I I am concerned because you know when we were married he lied to me all the time about his drug use and like stuff like that so I don't know how genuine he's actually being but um I guess we'll see or something so like that kind of freaked me out a little bit because I was like huh like this is someone who was married to him dated him whatever and she's like saying how she doesn't know if he's that genuine. And I'm sitting yeah. here like, oh my God, I think he is this most sincere, sweetest person in the whole entire world. I mean, look, that is scary. And you and I have been saying the whole time, ever since he talked about his struggles and his past marriage, I was like, that is a red flag. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that maybe in their overnight, they fully talked about it and they got yeah. to like, obviously they know more about each other than what like was recorded live. Right. But yeah, I mean, it is. I would be scared if I was Tasha. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marriages end for a reason. And it seemed like he even admitted that the marriage mostly ended because of him. Right. So I would be scared. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good thing that he's able to like look back on that marriage and be like, yeah, I was the one that messed this up. And like, I've changed and, you know, True. I see my falls and faults and stuff. So I guess that's a good point true and going off of that too like i don't think him and his ex-wife are best friends so i wouldn't expect her to say amazing things about him i mean they got a divorce their marriage ended right obviously she has a bad taste in her mouth of like how he is as a person who you would marry right so that too like you're definitely speaking to a biased person right who has a very specific point of view but i mean that's interesting yeah i mean I hope everything he said is serious. Um, I am rooting for them. Like most bachelor couples, I'm kind of just like, whatever. But like this one, I'm really rooting for. I don't know why. Me too. I want them to get married and have five babies like Tisha wants. That's a lot of babies, but okay. She said that. I know. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. 
but I want them to have that. Like, I really want this to work out. I want them yeah. to be happy. I want them to be that bachelor that couple that like lasts. Makes it. Yeah. So too. I am. I am now curious how it's going to progress. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to get married soon? Because with COVID too, it's like, mm, what's happening there? Right. Um, I am. Yeah. Now I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens with them. I know. I think oh, it could be really great. It could be really horrible. Who knows? Yeah. He's a Jersey boy, though, so we love I know. him. I know. I think we're pretty biased. Yeah, but whatever. Go them. It was a great season. I mean, from Claire and Dale mm-hmm. to this and all this up and down, like it definitely kept everyone's attention. So I yeah. have to give it to the producers and the creators of the show. It was a good season. Yeah, I'm very excited for Mike or Matt. Matt. (laughs) You're so excited. I'm so excited again. No, I actually am. I think that – I don't know. The girls are always crazier on The Bachelor. They look nuts. I know. One of them claims she's a queen. I'm just – I can't. It's going to be Queen Victoria. I know. I'm excited. The entire teaser that they showed after this finale, Mm -hmm. you didn't – you saw Matt for like – 10 seconds seconds. it was all of the girls like they are the show i'm Mm -hmm. so excited it premieres january 4th and i cannot wait me either watch party for sure for sure (laughs) um so yeah i know if you guys are like bummed about the bachelorette ending don't worry we have a few short weeks before we will be reporting the bachelor (laughs) i know and more roses recaps and refreshers yep don't you worry But until then, Merry Christmas and stay hydrated. But drink lots and lots of wine. Bye, guys. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more.